Welcome to The Way Home with Laura Smith, the show that brings you wonderful guests, helpful advice, and uplifting stories. The Way Home, live inspired. Here's your host, Laura Smith. I am so inspired living in this beautiful area in Elkhart County, Indiana, and especially because, well, there's just so much wonderful giving, volunteering opportunities, and and ways to uh, enjoy the holiday season. And I have two guests on today that are going to be just about that. Well, if you love furry friends and like me adopted a pet recently or thinking about doing it now or donating to the Elkhart County uh, shelter, the Humane Society of Elkhart County. We have Christy Cypress on board today. She's telling us about the Santa Paws uh, promotion that's going on until the end of December, where everyone can take in an unwrapped gift for Toys for Tots. And if you do that and you're in the market for adopting a furry family friend, uh, you'll have all of your fees waived by doing so. It's such a wonderful humane society. And Christy Cypress has been volunteering there for years and years. So she comes on to tell us all about that and some other really important basic information about what it means to adopt and what to expect and all of the diff- the process that goes on there. I had such a wonderful experience adopting my baby, Dosi Doe, my little beautiful puppy, uh, from there over the summer. And it changed my life in such a rich and positive way, positive way, get it with the pause, uh, that I just w- wanted to um, make sure that we know what's happening there especially this holiday season, to help them out and possibly bring you home a new family member. Also, I have someone I met at the beautiful Wellfield Botanic Gardens in October. His name is Roger Carlson, and he and his daughter Mariana have written a book which has been illustrated so beautifully called Winter Wonderland Holiday Lights, and it's a book that is illustrating the wonderful light show that goes on uh, throughout the holiday season at Wellfield Botanic Gardens in Elkhart. It's a beautiful book, and about 50% of the proceeds go towards, of course, enriching and uh, supporting those beautiful botanic gardens right in the middle of our downtown area in Elkhart. And it's all brought to you by Balance of Nature, fruits and veggies in a capsule. You need your good nutrition all year round. Holiday season is a really good time to think about doing this for yourself or maybe even as a gift. You know, we give all sorts of gifts uh, at Christmas time. Why not stick some fruits and veggies in their stockings, some stocking stuffers, because it's the gift of health, the gift of good nutrition with a variety of 32 fruits and vegetables in these wonderful capsules that I take every single day and millions of other people do as well. It's a great way to say I love you in a gift. Buy them Balance of Nature. And when you do, make sure you put my name into the promo code when you go to balanceofnature.com because you're going to get 35% off and free shipping when you do. We're going to be back with Christy Cypress from the Humane Society of Elkhart County and Roger Carlson at the Wellfield Botanic Gardens in Elkhart. It's all on the way home. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. I happen to be very fortunate in that 
a very good friend of mine who is my next door neighbor, is also someone that contributes so much to the community as a volunteer at the wonderful Humane Society of Elkhart County, where I got my puppy over the summer. And Christy was actually there the day that I got her. And Christy Cypress is just, I mean, she does so much (laughs) on a volunteer basis to get those animals adopted at that wonderful shelter. It really is an exceptional humane society, the beautiful building and a thrift store to support it. And it's just so incredible. So I wanted to have Christy here on the show to tell us all about as we head on into the holiday season about Operation Santa Paws and what's going on with that. And also just all the news that you can tell us about the shelter and what we can do if uh, people are interested in adopting and just, all you know, everything that's going on for the, the, the season. Well, thank you so much for that really incredible introduction. I appreciate that. That means a lot. Um, we right now, I'm, there's so many things to talk about. And I love our shelter so much. And, you know, I'm very passionate about it. So, yes. Um, right now we have Santa Operation Santa Paws going on. So that is if you bring in a new unwrapped toy for Toys for Tets, you get a pet. Your adoption fee is waived. So what a great deal. I mean, it's just a win-win for everybody. You can bring in a toy and a kid will get a toy under the tree for Christmas and you get a new pet. Oh, so, I love that. I yes. love Toys for Tots. I love the pets. And yeah. and I did have, you know, and and rightly <clears throat> so, I was so happy to pay my uh, my adoption fee, yeah. which I think was like 129 right. or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I, I didn't mind at all because, yeah. I mean, not only had you... Uh, taken care of all the she came right. from a litter of four that were found in Middlebury, Indiana. Yeah. And um you know, it pays for all of that, but she was also already spayed. Yes. And and so there's yeah. services and Huge. they feed them and they yeah. give them their you know, first set of shots and everything. Exactly. So I mean a hundred and twenty nine dollars is nothing, but really how special that that is waived if you bring in a toy for toys for tots. It is waived, and you are absolutely right. They are all microchipped, um, spayed, neutered, all first set of shots, vetted, whatever their vet needs were when they came in. I mean, we've had animals that have been hit by a car and that had a leg removed or an eye removed or, you know, whatever, and they're all completely taken care of before you take them home. And that's such a big deal, especially now with how hard it is to get into a vet and the cost of vet care. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So it's it's. Yeah, to have thing. that fee waived it really is, is really special. But and like I said, too, then, you know, you're giving a kid a toy, too. So it's really such a win-win. And I love is. this this program. And we do it every year. And it goes to the end of December, which it's after Christmas. But the toys after Christmas will go to next year. Oh, perfect. So. Oh, what a great idea. And yeah. it really, truly is. And such a clean shelter. I love it going is. in there. I know. People I love our are shelter. People are so nice. Yeah. Yes. I, I, so I never saw the old shelter. Yeah. But um, I heard that this is just... It yeah. was very dingy. But yes, we have a wonderful shelter. If people haven't been there, I encourage you just to come in and check it out. It really is very nice, very clean, set up well. Um, our staff is amazing. They do such great things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, like, we have a, a huge need for volunteers, 
at our Red Barn. And what so, would volunteers do? I, I know you volunteer in so many ways, and you, plus you've adopted so many cute. <laughs> I love Lucy and Taz so much. And one yeah. day we're going to get them together with Josie for a, oh my a play date. They will have fun. Um, so, yeah, volunteers can do just about anything. Um, we have volunteers that come in and fold laundry, do dishes, walk dogs, socialize cats. Um, you can work at the Red Barn. You can help the ladies at our Red Barn. That is our resale shop. And They're 100% so yeah. of the proceeds from the resale shop go to the shelter to feed animals. Yeah, 100%, right? 100%. I went so. there the other day. It was 50% off day. <laughs> and I am not kidding you. I filled up my entire car. I saw your car when you came home. <laughs> it was full. So It was full. But you know what? Everything was half price. But I just loved knowing that the money was going to the shelter. And yeah. then I rounded up because I want, just wanted yes. to donate. It's, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's really awesome. So um, that all. All those things we can do um, as um, we definitely need fosters. If people want to foster a pet, um, it's really huge. It helps so much because it gets pets out of the shelter, which is really big. And some of them are really frightened in there and they don't do well. So mm-hmm. if you want to foster, you can, can become a foster for the shelter and everything is paid for. If you foster, you just bring the pet home. We pay for food. We pay for everything. You're kidding. No, everything is paid for as long as you foster that animal for the shelter. Wow, I so, didn't know yeah, that. It's That's great. an incredible yeah. incentive, and you can have a you know just give a, a pet a chance to get out of the Absolutely. shelter and be with a it's loving huge. family. So when they're, yeah. it's time for them now, how do they get adopted if they're with a foster family? Do people? see their picture? Yep. So what happens is usually people that are fostering, they'll take pictures at home or whatever, and then they will put them on the website. And so then people will see how the dog's interacting in a home, which is huge. And again, it's another like big thing. When people walk through the kennels, a lot of the dogs are like so excited that they're jumping on the kennel doors and they're big and barking and it's so noisy back there. People feel intimidated, but you have to remember, if you get these dogs in a home situation, they're completely different. Really? They're just excited. They're normal dogs. They're just excited in that situation. Right, right. And tell us about the kinds of dogs and cats that are available. Um, How many right now are currently at the Humane Society of Elkhart? We are certainly pretty full right now. I'm not... I didn't get a number this morning, and I'm sorry, but I know we are really getting up there. And I can give you our numbers for last month. Our animal intake last month alone was 103 animals. So for that's the a, annual, you mean for the whole year? For the month. Oh, that for the is, month. No, that is for the month, yeah. We intake a lot of animals. So we intake 103. That's what we took in. Um, let's see. Um, 12 of those were returned to owner. 24 went to rescue and 41 were adopted. So those were our numbers for last month alone. Okay. And I encourage people to go and like go to our Facebook page and like our page. And you can see those numbers every month and you can see what the shelter is doing because some months we have huge numbers. So yeah, it just depends. Yeah, it just does. So a lot of cats, a lot of kittens still, sadly, a lot of people, you know, like people just um, aren't getting their animals fixed. And so they end up with kittens and then yes. we end 
end up with kittens and kittens and kittens. So, yes, we, we which, have one. We have somebody in our neighborhood that does that. Yeah. And they they run on. Not you. I'm not oh, talking yeah. about you because you have your kitty with the yeah. T-shirt on. Yeah. Yes. No, I'm talking about the the other gentleman down the street who has kittens constantly yes. around the house. Oh, and yes, they're so yes. cute. And I'm so tempted. Yeah. Then I'm mostly worried because I'm so tempted. I'm going to bring them still all. one. Yes. Yeah, yes. I know. Oh, so we have those. But we have like a, I talked to you earlier about we have a large number of big, large pit bulls oftentimes. Now, tell me what the story is with that, because um, it is usually what you see when you go. It is. No, we do have a lot of small dogs, too, but usually they come and they go really quickly. And like some of the pit bulls that we have right now are the pit bull mixes, because pit bull is a mix. It's not a dog. It's it's a mix. It's a combination of things, of pets. Okay. So pit bull is actually a mix of dogs, but we have a lot of the larger ones, but we do do like testing on them. They're completely fine and safe for people. They're not aggressive. Um, and I, it's sad that all of them get a bad name because some of them, um, aren't so good and or are aggressive. They're just right. aggressive because of probably the way they've been raised. It could be. Or not raised. Yeah. It, part of it could be their raising. Sometimes it just, it just depends. There's a lot of factors like, um, I always encourage people to not have their dogs or their kids disturb a dog while the dog is sleeping. I mean, you know, if, if somebody comes over and jumps on you while you're sleeping, it kind yeah. of startles yes. you. So there's a lot of things. But back to the it's pit bulls are can be great, great family pets. And we have some great ones that have been there for a long time. And some people are loyal to the breed and they love pit bulls and they come in and look at. But um, a lot of it, too, is uh, they get overbred and then the shelters get full of them. And then that's all people see when they come in, I think. So now can you tell me, like, say you see the the pit bulls, there's lots of them in the shelter. Do they have people that come in and, and can kind of rehabilitate them so that they're uh, maybe less nervous or less aggressive? Are they, you know, are they trainable? They absolutely are. And some of them already have some training. Um, we have a dog that's one of my favorites. She's Her name is Jenna. And she's, I think Jenna is around four years old. She's been there for close to a year just because she keeps getting overlooked. Uh, she's what, I don't know, she's a bluish color, and um, but she knows sit. A lot of dogs that come in know sit. They're house trained. They know stay. They know how to walk on a leash. They already know all these things. So, yeah. um, but um, dogs like that, a lot of volunteers, and that's another thing you can do as a volunteer, is take these animals out. Take them for walks. We have trails at the shelter. Oh, you do have trails. We do have trails. We have play yards at the shelter. So you can take them out in the yard and play with them. You can teach them commands. Um, Most of them are already socialized. Many of them came from families with kids. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of them we get because um, a landlord wouldn't let somebody have their pet. And Mm -hmm. their pet is lovely with children and and other dogs and and cats even. Mm -hmm. But um, they just couldn't have it. So some dogs are already trained in a lot of ways. And socialized Mm -hmm. and everything. Well, that's wonderful to know. I'm a big cat person, too. I have two very fat ones. You know, because you've seen them. (laughs) Your cats are great. I love your cats. They're cute. (laughs) They truly are. 
I adore them. But uh, when I go to the shelter and I see the kitties in the oh, cage, I'm so just many. like, I want to adopt every single one yeah, of them. Tell us hard. about your kitty cats and can, can people come and volunteer and just pet them? Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. That is another great volunteer position is just to come in and socialize cats as well. Can I kiss them? You all, can. All, every absolutely. One of them. Yes. Okay. You can just go in and kiss all their little faces if you come volunteer. Oh, yes. I know. I can't really go in the shelter without stopping at the kitten room, which is usually right up front. Oh, no. So I have to go in there every time I go and at least play with the kittens for a little bit. You had to tell me there are kittens there. How can like you right pass now? a kitten? There's probably kittens right now, oh. I bet. I bet you could probably go find a kitten. I, I'm not sure, but usually we do have quite a few, even into November, December. Mm-hmm. So There's um, a so-called kitten season. When is that? There is. It's usually in the spring, but most shelters are finding now that kitten season goes all year long, which is too bad because a lot of cats end up homeless and in the street and mm-hmm. trying to survive on their own. Um, so they're definitely... We need to have a lot more low-cost spay-neuter programs, I feel like, in the area, too. That would yes, really help. The, the catch-and-release type yeah. of thing, I think, is great. I actually um, adopted a kitty that was 18 years old. Aww, and people would think, now, why so would sweet. you do that? It's a problem. It could have vet... Not once did she have to go to the vet. She lived for another year and a half with Aww, me. Oh, you're so amazing. And she was so delightful and so cuddly and so wonderful. I just feel so good that... The last year and a half of her life was wonderful. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of times people don't realize that having an elder pet is actually such a gift. It is. It's such a wonderful. It really is. Well, I mean, I've adopted, uh, I adopted an older dog and had him for about a year and a half, about the same. But I also, for senior pets, it's called Regal Resident, and their fees are waived. So okay. any senior pets that we get in, they're completely free all the time. They'll bring you so and much joy. They right? will. Oh my gosh, I love the seniors so much. So yeah, huge. And huge. then uh, so, but there's not vet services. No, there's vet services for the when they intake the pets, right? But it's not like you can come back to them as a vet service, correct? No, I. I believe um, if you've adopted a pet and you're having issues with that pet, you know, shortly after adoption, I'm sure that they would be more than happy to help you with any vet type issues that you had right away. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, we don't currently offer vet um, services to the public. We have had some vet clinics where we did free microchipping. We did a free rabies clinic not long ago. Right. Um, so we would like to definitely do more things like that. We're hoping as you know, the shelter continues to grow that we can do more free stuff like that for the public. Well, it's so. a wonderful, wonderful shelter. The yeah. people are fantastic. I took a <laughs> tour and, and honestly, Dosi Doe is the new She's love so of cute. my life. And I love, <laughs> of course, my kitties, but my new puppy and I, and I didn't think I was a, dog person. I didn't think I would ever have a dog again. My beautiful dog, Sadie, passed like 16 years ago. So it just never occurred to me I'd have a dog yeah. again. But here she is. She's great. She's totally captured my heart and I love her. <laughs> she's so cute. She loves you. Oh, she's adorable. Christy comes yeah. to the door and it's like all she does, she wets her with her little puppy kisses. <laughs> she does. She's awesome. I love her. As are yeah. yours. So, okay. So you've got the the Christmas pause coming up or holiday pause yeah. coming up. Yep. Operation Santa Paws 
is on. It's happening now. So now, anytime you can go in and take an un- unwrapped toy to the shelter and get your pet for completely free. Yeah. So, um, and, and also, I want to say that our food pantry, I don't know a lot of people know this, but we do have a pet food pantry at the shelter. So if you're struggling, I know there's some layoffs happening right now. If you're struggling with feeding your pet, please call the shelter. We will help you. And, you know, it's so huge. You just reminded me. I have 50 pounds of of really high-end dog food in the back of my car. That I want to donate. Yeah. So maybe absolutely. I'll just give it to you now. I, you as can. much as I, cause I'm afraid that if I go to that shelter, I'm going to come back with some kittens. <laughs> Half a dozen kittens. <laughs> oh my I, goodness. I can see you walking out. You'll bring three toys and take three cats. So yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> but also, um, we just uh, want to remind people, you know, what do you think about people who think of pets as a Christmas gift or a holiday gift? Does that go <sighs> over normally? Well, or I mean, I think it can go over well if it's well planned. But for the most part, I really feel that people pets are not presents. Um, They should be like the whole family should be involved in the decision. Like Mm -hmm. if you're married, your husband should be all in on it, too. You know, you should get the kids involved so that they're in on it. And pets are a great learning tool for kids to learn responsibility. You know what I mean? And and love and unconditional love and caring for something else. Right. So but I absolutely encourage people, even if it is like a family gift for Christmas, come to the shelter as a family, come see pets as a family. And I see it often. People do. They come as a family. They come as a family or as a couple or you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. and they all get involved. And I think that's really the best way. Yes. When I got Dosey Doe, she had a litter. Uh, She was one of four in a litter. And it just so happened that another family came in to adopt her brother. Right. And we were we were in the little rooms at the same time. And so they got we got to actually let them kiss each other goodbye. (laughs) That was so cute. You know, you think, wow, they're used to being together for a few months or a couple of weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they're not. So they got to kiss each other goodbye. We got each other's phone numbers in case we ever have a play date in the future. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful experience. The Elkhart, uh, the Humane Society of Elkhart County is an incredibly special place. And if you bring an unwrapped toy for Toys for Tots now through the end of December, you get a pet with the fee waived, which is just really a real bonus. And um, you're going to have a forever friend. And that's spelled with a F-U-R. Yeah, a forever exactly. Friend. Forever. Thank you, yeah. Christy Cypress, for all you do. You're always it was because of you that I got Dosey Doe because you posted it on <laughs> Facebook. It's all your fault. You posted it on, uh, you know, that this litter had just come in. So you're a, a wonderful asset to them. And you can also become a volunteer as well. What's Absolutely. a good website and what's a good phone number? Okay. So the phone number for the shelter is 574-475-4732. And um, the website is org. But yeah, go on our Facebook page because most of our events and stuff are posted there. Like all of our news, like anything you need to know, please go to the page and, and like our page. And pictures of your pet. Of the, Absolutely. Of the, uh, beautiful. Pictures of adoptable dogs. And thank you so much for having us on. I mean, I appreciate it so much. It was great for you to have us here and gets out the word 
to everything we have going on for pets. Well, we don't want to spoil the surprise, but people who listen to the morning show on uh, Michiana's Morning News with John Zimney and me, um, Monday through Friday, are going to get a treat of you visiting with an adoptable pet uh, <laughs> coming up in 2023. I'm just putting yeah. it out there. I'm just putting it out there. It'll be so much fun. Yes, I, can see I, it I hope oh, that yeah. it means that a lot of uh, your animals are going to be adopted to yeah. the most perfect families. Me too. Thank you, Christy Cypress. Again, Humane Society of Elkhart County dot org is the website or go to their Facebook page. I'm Laura Smith. You're listening to The Way Home. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. One of the reasons that I fell in love with the area that I live in now, Elkhart, Indiana, besides the fact that I was born here, my parents grew up here, is there is an incredible gem that could be in any major city across the world. But it's here. It's literally right here, downtown Elkhart. And when I say gem, there really that doesn't even express how incredibly beautiful this place is. Wellfield Botanic Gardens which was uh, a brainchild of the Rotary Club, not the gardens itself. The gardens were there, and it was a, a, a well uh, area where there's many wells that, that uh, give water to the town of Elkhart. But the Rotary Club came up with the idea of turning it into really a beautiful garden paradise. Uh, and we have someone on to talk a little bit about that because he's written a book that is dedicated to the holiday lights that happen there every year around, well, between Thanksgiving and Christmas and a little beyond, I think we'll find out exact the exact dates. But the lights that go on the Winter Wonderland holiday lights are absolutely amazingly beautiful at the Botanic Gardens, Wellfield. And uh, so we have Roger here, Roger Carlson, who has written a book with his daughter, Mariana, and it's all about the gorgeous lights with lovely uh, rhyming uh, sort of poetry with along with it or prose, I should say. And uh, it's been for me, I tell you, just knowing that I have this to look forward to this year, I cannot wait to walk through Wellfield's gardens with the lights this year again. It is such a treat. Roger, thanks for coming on the program. No problem, Laura. Thank you for having me. So I met you at Wellfield Botanic Gardens when I was in there over the su- not over the summer after the summer I guess it was in October and you were selling your book which um, some of the proceeds are going to uh, help keep the gardens alive and twinkling all the time tell me the background why you decided to write a book about the holiday lights at Wellfield Botanic Gardens yeah, it uh, was kind of uh, part of a meeting between Eric the director who does a great job over there he's the one that actually started the holiday lights. So, you know, we have a publishing company and we just approached Eric and said, hey, we feel like this would be like a new out of the box idea. What do you think of it? And he instantly, his eyes lit up and he said, yeah, let's do it. And uh, here two years later, like you said, we just I think the day you saw us was the very first introductory day that we released the book. So and, you know, it uh, it's just been two-year labor of love and um, just very proud and happy and everybody's been you know really uh, been happy with the book so it's really nice well it's beautiful it's interesting to me because you could have gone by way of having 
photographs of the lights, but instead it's illustrated and it's beautifully illustrated. And I love that. So it's like a picture book for, for kids, but anybody can enjoy it. But it's, uh, it's all hand illustrated as opposed to photographs of the actual lights there. But they do an amazing job of mimicking the lights that are there. Do some of the proceeds go towards the gardens? I said that, but then I thought I should probably ask you. It certainly does. Yes. Probably almost 50% of the proceeds that you, the money that you pay for it is going to go towards the other 50% basically pays for the book. But, uh, yeah, it is definitely a very good fundraiser. We were thinking we were going to sell uh, 100 books for the whole season. And uh, this past weekend, between that day, which was the introduction, and this past weekend, we've already surpassed 100. I think we've got 120 books sold. So it's really well received. And, um, yeah, it's a great fundraiser. Well, it's a, such an incredible, beautiful botanic gardens in that it's just the way it's designed. It is is extraordinary, and I guess it was the brainchild of the Rotary Club. It was in celebration of their the hundred years of global uh, Rotary International, and so they decided to approach Elkhart with the idea of turning these well fields into uh, a garden experience for the whole community to come and enjoy. And I, I mean, it looks as though it is expanding constantly, and it's being. Uh, beautified every time I go there there's something new and beautiful and it's just an extraordinary experience and the gar- the lights in the garden for the winter wonderland it is something that you feel like you're in a Hallmark movie it's so so precious and when you go in you get the option of buying an adult uh, hot chocolate or an adult uh, Bailey's. They have uh, all, all sorts of wonderful libations uh, for you to enjoy. Hot drinks as you're walking through the gardens and experiencing the lights. And it's just a, a wonderful, I just, it makes me feel really happy for the city of Elkhart that they have this and, and that you've made the book now. People can enjoy it. Actually, you don't have to be from Elkhart to enjoy the book because it's so beautifully drawn and so beautifully done. Who wrote the book, actually? Who wrote the the beautiful yeah. uh, words in it. Um, yes, uh, that was uh, me and my daughter. Uh, we took, again, it was about two years ago when we started and between the art artwork and the uh, design and everything, because we worked with the uh, leadership there at Wellfield. Um, yeah, it's a, like I said, in, in the printing time, we already won an award for it. So um, how did you that, win an award for it? What kind of an award? Yeah, it's called Mom's Choice Award. Um, so we just sent, we actually had this finished the beginning of this year, but we didn't want to release it to the public till October. So we saved that. But meantime, I sent it out for a, a possibility of getting an award. And sure enough, we won it. So, well, that is absolutely great. A, sort of the cherry on top. You're yeah. doing something to, to help uh, donate money for, for the gardens and you end up winning an award. But like I said, it's beautifully written. It's beautifully illustrated. And this points me to another aspect of what you do. So you were a, a college professor, an adjunct. Um, you've also been an engineer and, and all these different things. But it's, it looks as though your life has totally morphed into a self-publishing house uh, for people, which I think is an incredible opportunity for a lot of people who want to self-publish these uh, children's book ideas. I have 
some of my own that I've written over the years, but never done anything with. So tell us about that aspect. It's called Mariana Publishing. Yes, named after my daughter, Mariana Publishing. And we have actually 20 other books that, that we've published. We started the, actually started with the first book when my daughter was five. Um, and it's about being a father. And it's just a nice, fun uh, children's picture book. Every, all the books are about children, but we can do other books as well. We just haven't ventured out beyond children's books because we have so much fun with that. Um, we also have a new ca- a coloring book series. Um, and yeah, we just have lots. Everything's available on almost everything's available on Amazon. We just finished a book about Togo, the dog, the Alaskan dog, and it actually has an Alaskan artist. Um, oh, wonderful. So- yeah, it's a, it's a very enjoyable, and if anybody is interested in publishing a book, um, whatever it's about, if it's another uh, holiday lights, because there are other holiday lights around the nation um, or zoos. We're finishing one up for the Indianapolis Zoo. They're going to review and probably sell in their bookstore. Uh, you know, we, we can do any kind of specialty books, you know. Oh, okay. okay. So um, if if anybody has a publishing idea is it mostly for picture books mostly for children or can they publish any book with you any book it could be uh, uh we're talking about doing a his a book on history of this uh, one business uh, which i don't want to divulge the name of it yet but we can do any kind of book um you can contact me roger at marianapublishing.com and uh you know be glad to talk about anything that you any Get interest. the proverbial ball rolling on, on yeah. getting your book published. So many people have an interest in this. You know, it's not like the old days where, you know, you would send out your manuscript to, you know, HarperCollins and all this and just wait for the rejection letter in the mail type of thing. People are right. self-publishing now, but that doesn't mean they don't need guidance. And so right. what you provide, it, it sounds like, is one-stop shopping for somebody who wants to get their book out there because you provide everything including an illustrator if you need one and then everyone just pays the cost for their own book but yes. you yes so uh, it really takes the guesswork out of it now do you also have knowledge of trying to get these books further uh i would say distributed or anything like that or is it really just the creation of the book itself and then you leave that to the person who wrote it to try to find their own way to get it out in the world Yes, we are trying to improve our marketing end of things. That is a difficult part. There's no doubt about that, Laura. And that's one of the reasons I'm uh, on here. I was so interested in talking to you is to try to improve the marketing side of things. Um, We do have a web page. And then, of course, we uh, can connect with Amazon and a couple of the larger printing companies. And then we also can mass produce and sell on our own website. Um, to your point, we, we worked with a lady by the name of Dr. Roseanne Woodka. She developed three books about her two dogs that she rescued when they were a baby, and they just actually died uh, in the past year. So her three books, the first one is about when they were younger. The second one is kind of their middle age. And the third one is, you know, through their death, basically. Mm-hmm. So really cool series. And um and talking about the Rainbow Bridge at the end, and just a really lovely series that people really like. That so you're right. That's what we did for her. We developed it. Did the, she just wanted us to take over and do the entire all the work, and all she wanted to do was kind of give guidance on the story. She wrote the story, 
and uh, give guidance on the development and the illustrations and so forth. So, yeah, that's exactly what we do. Well, I think it's uh, uh, great for people to know about you, Mariana Publishing. Is that the website, marianapublishing.com? Yep, sure is. And Mariana is M-A-R-I-A-N-A, marianapublishing.com. But, uh, yeah, that's terrific. So if anybody has an idea, I literally, I woke up from an afternoon nap one day in Westport, Connecticut. I think it was about 25 years ago. And... I had an idea for a book and I instantly wrote it down on a legal pad to which I never, when the advent of computers happened, I never transferred it over to the computer. And then I lost the legal pad for probably 10 or 15 years. Well, when I was moving back here to Indiana, I found it again. Do you know that I'm trying to figure out where the heck I put it? But I tell you, now that I know about Mariana Publishing, I'm going to find it. And I'm going to bring it in and do something with it. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's a great idea. And everybody that wants a beautiful picture book, especially now for the holidays, that you can buy and the proceeds will go to help the botanic, the Wellfield Botanic Gardens in Elkhart, Indiana. It's called Winter Wonderland Holiday Lights. And I'll tell you, that is something you want to bring your family to. It's worth traveling from all over the country to see. It's that beautiful. Uh, And I really appreciate that. Roger Carlson, thank you for joining us today on the way home. No problem at all. Thank you so much, Laura. Really appreciate it. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Once again, here's Laura. Last weekend, I did something that I probably should have done a lot earlier, but it was taking a break for myself. I went to Chicago for the weekend with a friend, met a friend, and we did all this sort of self-care type of therapy, which included shopping, amazing food in restaurants, shows, museums, and a massage. And I have to tell you, I came back after three days and I felt like a different person. And I think it's interesting how sometimes just indulging ourselves, which maybe when we grew up, we thought, well, maybe we we shouldn't do that or we don't deserve it until we've accomplished this or that. I, I really am. It took me many years to figure out that taking care of oneself and taking a time out for yourself and, and self-care is actually, it's a blessing. And it makes you feel better. And so I have a wonderful guest on today, Beth Stiller. She is a CEO, the CEO, the first female CEO of Massage Envy, national uh, wonderful store of of massage and self-care. I thank you so much for coming on today because I need somebody to make me feel okay that I did what I did over the weekend. (laughs) Laura, thank you for having me. And it sounds, I wish I could tagged along. It sounds like you've had a great weekend of recharging, which is important, right? It's important to take care of ourselves and put ourselves at the top of the list sometimes. Absolutely. I so agree. But I think according to what I'm learning from, you know, what you know and what Massage Envy has found out after so many years of of being in business, of taking care of people is that it, it's more than just it makes you feel good. It actually is therapeutic to an extent. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Yeah, you're so right. Um, 20 years ago, when the, when the brand was started, um, the purpose really was to democratize massage, to make it not the ultra-luxury, pampering, um, indulgent type of service, but a therapeutic part of your health and wellness routine. 
And 20 years later and 200 million services later, uh, we think we've done a good job bringing people along on that journey. So massage, of course, can be a wonderful pampering experience, but generally in our locations, our franchisees and their therapists are delivering therapeutic massage to um, address pain, stress, tension, all the things that we carry with us every day and, and making sure that you're committed to taking care of that, not just once in a while, but on a regular, consistent basis is going to go a long way in in helping you, you know, helping your body operate better. And we've only got one of them, so we've got to take good care of it. I just so agree with that. And I, I often wonder why things like massage are not included in um, you know, what your insurance covers, for example, in, mm-hmm. ter- in terms of prevention, maybe some are, maybe some new plans at, at certain companies, you know, provide things yeah. like that because they see the importance of it. I, I certainly think that it's something that is preventative as well in terms of, I guess, I think the more that, that you do take the time to feel this deep tissue massage and touch and is it does physical touch have something to do also with the properties of healing in massage. It, yeah, it absolutely does. There's there's so many benefits to massage. So not only is it the therapeutic benefit of, you know, what we're doing for your muscles and your joints as part of that service, but there's also the idea, and it's quite rare today, if you think about it, of taking an hour out of your day and a day out of your month or maybe more frequently and completely unplugging and focusing on yourself, right? How many, how many times in a week or in a month do you put your phone down for an hour, close your eyes and focus on yourself? And that's the, that's the other benefit of, of coming in for a massage treatment is uh, there's a, a mental well-being aspect to it as well. And of course, the power of touch uh, we know has all kinds of benefits in addition to uh, the therapeutic benefits of massage. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be this thing like what I did was like, you know, save up, you know, for a year to have this weekend of this, which is awesome. Yes. But to see it more as, like you said, a regular practice, it could be a weekly thing. It could be a monthly thing or a bi-monthly thing, but, but to make it part of a more routine type of thing, I, I, I think is something that Americans need to wrap their head around that. I think other cultures and, and other countries kind of get that. But for Americans, it was kind of like you said, it was really the the big luxurious thing that you would do once a year. You'd give to your mom, you know, on Mother's Day or something mm-hmm. like that to make her feel special. Right. But it, it doesn't have to be so so specialized and precious to the st- extent that you can't enjoy it more often. Yeah, and and it, it shouldn't be because putting taking care of our minds and our bodies at the top of the list is incredibly important. And that massage envy, we are so committed and passionate about that. Um, making sure that we've got locations in everybody's neighborhood with 1100, we're, we're getting there um, and making sure that it's affordable and can fit into your lifestyle. So, you know, hours in those locations that make it easy to get in um, therapists to choose from. So you can find the perfect therapist that helps customize um, a treatment that works for you, that un- they understand what it is you need is, is so important. And so whether you're traveling or girls weekend in Chicago, you can find a massage envy in any city that you're in and use your membership across the country. So that flexibility helps people stay on track. Resolution number one, massage envy um, every <laughs> month membership. Got it. 
Thank you. Duly noted, Beth Stiller, CEO of Massage Envy. Take care of yourself, pamper yourself, and truly do something that's strictly for you. I'm Laura Smith. You're listening to The Way Home. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to The Way Home with Laura Smith. Here's Laura. I just love this time of year, and I'm getting so excited and having uh, the guests on with all the wonderful things we can do in the county, in Elkhart County. I think it's just... uh, it just inspires me because, you know, I love anything that we can do to, to help organizations like Wellfield Botanic Gardens, like the Humane Society of Elkhart County. I love that when you give or donate, you know that it's going to somewhere to just make our lives more beautiful. And so at this part of the program, we ask our guru of good news to do just that. He's gone out on the interweb of life and found some great stories to uplift and inspire us. Hi, Jimmy. What do you have today? Well, I have a heartwarming story about a woman who just celebrated another milestone birthday. Congratulations to her. She's living in an assisted living facility in North Carolina. Uh, her name is Lorraine Summey. She just turned 105 years old, and that's that's an amazing achievement itself. But what makes this story unique, LJ and Bob, is that she's done something for the first time in her life that's never happened. You know what it is? Her first ever birthday party. What? I'd say, you've got to be kidding me. When I wrote this story, you mean to tell me she's been around for all these years, never had a birthday party? Well, it hasn't happened until now. That's what she's been waiting for, I That's guess. right. Well, I'll tell you, it was worth the wait because, I mean, she's a resident in Somerset County. And uh, the woman who runs that place uh, asked this woman, you know, what would you like for your birthday uh, since you've never had a birthday party? Well, she had something in mind. She seems to like country dancing, uh, line dancing, square dancing. Uh, a lot of people love to do that. Well, she said, I want country dancers, line dancers, and square dancers and do a performance for me uh, at, at the home. And so they did just that. And so uh, yeah, she was really glammed up. She was wearing a tiara and a nice pink dress. I mean, it was just really the, the whole nine yards. I can just imagine how, how beautiful she must look, even at 105. I mean, just eternally young. And anyway, they did this performance. But here's what's also interesting. She was hoping maybe for at least 105 birthday cards, because uh, this went out on Facebook. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the ladies who runs the home said uh, that she just got a tremendous response. Well, this lady got more than 105 birthday cards. She got 10 times that amount, as a matter of fact. 1,200 birthday cards for her 105th. And guess what? Not only coming from all over the country, but but even as far away as England. England! Can you imagine that? So, I mean, she must be just feeling extra special, not just because she's 105, but the fact that you know she gets her first birthday party and everybody's celebrating with her. And it kind of reminds me of something when you saw The Wizard of Oz. Remember what The Wizard said to the Tin Man when he gave him his heart? If I can paraphrase this. My sentimental friend, a heart isn't judged by how much you love, but how much you are loved by others. I think that fits this story. Mm. Oh, Jimmy, you're going to make me cry on the show. You can't do that. I love that quote. It just, it's just, I just thought of that. It's beautiful. And what an incredible thing. I, how, that kind of really amazes. In 105 years, she never had a party. I can't believe that. I can't either. Bless her heart. Well, she had a lot of kids to look at. I mean, that was the only backstory to it, but still, I mean, after all this time. What a long way. Isn't that something? Well, God bless her, and I hope she enjoyed that line dancing. I'll tell you what, I'm going to Nashville for the first time ever in January Mm -hmm. to celebrate my friend Helen's 60th birthday. Yay. And she is, uh, and all of us, there's like eight of us going, we're taking line dancing lessons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And you know what I'm thinking? The aforementioned, as you said at the top of the show, one of those... uh, 
country dancing, uh, that that dosi do move. I'm thinking of your furry. Hmm? Oh yes, yeah, I think I that inspired that name. <laughs> yes, it's spelled differently than yes. the actual dosi do. It's spelled dosi doci, which mm-hmm. means sweet in right. Portuguese, and do like the deer because she looks like a baby deer. She does. She but does. She certainly does. But can you imagine? I've got the cowboy boots already out. I went I can searching see for now. them in my closet. Yeah. Oh, you can? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm going to probably feel like I'm 105 because I haven't danced in cowboy boots in an awful long time. I got time two left feet, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's wonderful stuff. Do we have time for one more, Bob? You're the producer. I say yes. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm sure you and Jay-Z did this story, but I think this this should come out of the In Case You Missed It file because I didn't know about this. Now, adoptions happen in this country all the time, but what makes this story unique, it's in a place called Mishawaka, which your local listeners in Michiana certainly know where that is. I learned you know, how that where that place is. It's you how it happened. from Connecticut. That's yes. true. But I listen to your news all the time, and I knew it. Say, okay, I know where Mishawaka is, but it's how it happened. It happened uh, when a baby several months earlier was adopted in a safe haven baby box. I've never heard of this, and it's who she was adopted by. Now, the, the backstory is her birth mom, uh, sorry to say, I had to give her up for adoption. I don't know why there was no backstory on it. The baby's name is Maya. But thankfully, these, this police officer, Bruce Feltinsky and his wife, Shelby, adopted this baby. And they already had adopted an eight-year-old daughter named Kaya. Well, this baby is named Maya. So Maya, Kaya, I mean, it's kind of like some semantics here. Family already. Yes, exactly. And uh, so they, they just finalized that adoption back in March. And so a few weeks later, you know, child services had called, said that the birth mom uh, was unable uh, to have the baby. She put it up for adoption. And months later, this couple happened to find and they are just so happy. And they said when the baby came by, uh, was taken into the ICU, uh, they thought it had a stroke or something. But the baby, from what I know, is doing just fine. And I'm sure it's going to be a, a wonderful playmate for, for Kaya and uh, just great for them. But just the fact that you know, it's an extra happy holiday season for this particular family, this police officer and, and his wife, great for them. Hmm. Yeah, the, these baby boxes are really quite amazing. We we did a story on it this week. You said John Zimney and I on Michiana's Morning News, and you know the the people who feel like they want to give up the baby uh, and make sure it's safe. There, there's this baby box, and within five minutes, a professional is with that baby. So they have it all set up in that way, and I think that is how. The police, he, he was one of the, the people that was there when the baby was uh, being kind of taken in. So it was then afterwards that he and his wife decided to adopt her. And it's just so heartwarming. It's such a beautiful story. And I just think uh, those safe haven boxes are really an incredible miracle for a lot of it people. It is. It really is. It truly is. Well, okay, you've warmed my heart a thousand times over. And it's getting really cold here in Mishawaka, by the way. Ah, It was in the 20s and uh, with wind chills like down to zero. But, uh, yeah, these are the stories that keep the world a sane and beautiful place. And so grateful to you, Jimmy Dean, Jim Cleefield, my guru of good news. And, of course, to you, Bob Small, for always putting the program together every week with a smile, I might add. Thank you. Yes, uh, you make it fun, always. And to all of you, please have a wonderful week as you gear up to our beautiful Christmas season. Do something wonderful. Go to Wellfield Botanic Gardens. Check out the lights and take in a toy for Toys for Tots at the Humane Society of Elkhart County. And uh, if you decide you would like to adopt one of those beautiful furry babies while you're there, all your fees will be waived. You're listening to The Way Home. We'll see you next time.